0: This is People and Property, The Relocation Podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Christine. Join us as we tell all about the wonderful business that is International Relocation. Hello, everyone. Hi, this is Tony.
1: And this is Christine.
0: And this is People and Property, The Relocation Podcast, which Christine and I co-host together. We're the husband and wife team behind the relocation firm Saunders 1865. And we started a, a, a podca- this podcast in order really to tell all about the relocation business, a business that we're very passionate about, how we started it, and to share some of the secrets of the, re- well, all of the secrets, in fact. We're not going to hold anything back from you um, uh, behind the relocation business. Uh, but we, we made a bit of a diversion, didn't we?
1: We did, yes. And so I think we're coming up to part three of our diversion yeah, because we've of had our a, personal life. Yeah, really, of our
0: own relocation. Yeah, we we. Uh, if you've been listening to the past episodes, you'll know that we we've done a lot this year in 2020. It's coming have. up to coming up to Christmas now, as you can see from our little tree behind Christine's head. It if is. you're watching this on video, but, um, one of our trees actually one of our trees yes your your big one is in the in in the living room and it, you should share a photograph of, you've done such a beautiful job with it you should share a photograph on our face, on our podcast facebook yes, page okay. i think um, but yes we made a, we we've made a big life change uh, we we lived for over 30 years in central london we've decided when covid hit that we were going to escape to the countryside and we thought it would be neat on this podcast if we were to share with you that experience our own relocation and we we uh, we got uh, it, th- this is today is episode 11 and in the last episode which was episode 10 obviously uh we w- where we got to was where
1: i think i think we just arrived at the village hadn't we had, yep. had we just arrived at the village i think that's right um, and uh uh, we'd been we'd been with a particular agent I think for the day. Yes. And we'd see, this one, but no, I think we'd been with a couple of agents. We'd seen, uh, we met him at the first property, and then we followed him.
0: Which was the property we thought we were going to buy. Yes. But we ended up. But
1: he well, that wasn't the same that. agent we, we, though. That was a different. Oh, agent. you're right. That was a different. Yeah. agent. So we saw that, and then went off to see the afternoons with another agent, where yeah. where we saw the three yeah um and we saw one in willesey uh one in western subbage um not knowing these areas at all, but mm-hmm. liking the we thought the properties yeah um and uh first just quickly, first property we went into um we didn't like it we knew straight away no way, and he offered us a brochure, and I said, no thanks, just not for us it's very well. As far as we're concerned, we were very quick on that, weren't we, Mm, we decision. Followed him to the next property, um, had the same effect on us. Absolutely no way, Jose, not interested in a brochure. Let's move on. Let's not waste our time. Let's not waste the agent's time and let's get out. So property number three of the last one of the day, we followed him. We drove and we drove and we drove. And through, I think he was taking us as we followed him through little villages, pointing places out to us, the area, just to give us an idea where we were going um, until we arrived in uh, Elmley Castle. And as we approached the village, you said to me...
0: I said, this is exactly the sort of place I pictured us living.
1: Yes, it was a, literally a, it's described as a quintessential English village. And we just fell in love with the village, not even having seen the house yet, but we just hoped that the house would be as lovely as the feeling we had of the village and seeing the village.
0: Yeah. So the village is called Elmley Castle. Um, there isn't a castle here as such anymore. Any, anymore. There is yeah. a, a site for it. I think
1: there's uh, and there's
0: lot of history. Isn't that? There's Very. a lot of history here. It's a, uh, Probably the nearest places that you would have heard of, if you know this part of the West Midlands, uh, would be Evesham. There's the famous Vale of Evesham, which I think is well, it's beautiful for one thing, but I think it's also f- famous for fresh produce. Yes,
1: fresh fruit and vegetables. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: Um, plum and,
1: festivals as well. Oh, a plum Lots festival. Lots of plums. Yeah.
0: Okay, and uh, so that Evesham is is probably uh, one of the better known towns, and the other one is Pershaw um so but not many people have heard of Elmley Castle we'd never heard of it i i didn't even know there was a village in england with the name castle in it did you no
1: no and it's 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 a no th- it's a basically the only people that come to the village are people to visit people or that live there
0: because it's n- it's not a through village and that was key really wasn't it, was it? Lo- because, Well, key, it was uh, lovely
1: we didn't even know no but, was but that
0: such was a key, thing. i mean that was key to our decision in the sense that what we ha- if if you listen to our previous Episode: We rejected the first house, which we thought we were going to actually buy, first house of the day, uh, because it was on a main road, and and we had a previous house as well we had rejected because there was a busy road running through the village. So this was a real benefit that this one, as Christine says, is a, is a really a no through road. Um,
1: yes, but it went, again, something we didn't know and it's something that actually then suddenly becomes important and, we, and yeah. we've been learning the whole time. We've really learnt through this process. We knew, I, you know, we had pretty good firm ideas of what we wanted as again, as Tony said, I think we talked about that in the past one. But as we did the research and the, the more we saw, we knew what we didn't want as well as what we wanted which was, was which was important so right. you could quickly narrow it down so the village itself was just beautiful a beautiful stream running through the village a pretty little church
0: which dates back to norman times yes exactly
1: um, and a little pub there were three pubs in the village now there's only one a famous cider pub
0: I think it was called the plow um, inn and it is nationally famous yes, or it was nationally yes famous exactly
1: um, so it's got one little pub which is run by the locals, which it's is owned
0: by the community in effect, yes, or by members of the community because they didn't want to lose the pub because um, there probably wouldn't be sufficient uh, trade. Because uh, the, there's in not the passing way. trade really, no, no, no exactly. Trade. So you
1: have to know the village to come there, and
0: and the and the and the the pub is famous uh, because uh, it, it's actually called the Queen Inn. Mm.
1: No, Queen Elizabeth. The
0: Queen Elizabeth. Thank you. The Queen Elizabeth Inn, and it's famous because the building in which the pub uh, is located belonged to uh, somebody, uh, a, a nobleman called William Savage, um, and uh, he in, he invited the Queen uh, to come and stay. The first
1: Queen Elizabeth, and back in 1575, yeah. I think. 15 it was.
0: something, certainly, and uh. so that. That really put the place on the map because the Queen actually stayed overnight in the village. Uh, so it's full of beautiful thatched cottages, um, very nice buildings that date you know, way back, uh, of course. The old um, post
1: office is thatched, the old police the, the pl- police station, station yeah, was yeah. thatched.
0: That's right. Uh, but the uh, we did know, although we hadn't seen the house yet, we were now in, in the village, uh just about preparing to be taken to the house we 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 knew something of it because we'd seen it online not not we hadn't had a virtual viewing because the agent was discouraging that um uh, because their client was in a position where they had to essentially not waste any time and we'll tell you a bit more about that in a moment but um we did know that it was a contemporary house, which is what we wanted. And the, the, the great thing about it uh, is that we can enjoy looking at all these beautiful thatched cottages without actually having to live in one, uh, which is something that we, we, well, we wanted all the mod cons basically, bifold doors, you know, good thermal insulation, all that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, so we drove through the village um, following the agent. He then turned right at the pub and up the r- another road called hill lane which also is a dead end road so again you go up there you can't get out that way and then he branched off onto a little private road um followed him up there another dead end and found and drove into the house the the last but one house um up at the base of the Breeden hill the famous Breeden and hill which is absolutely glorious uh and known to walkers hikers uh, cyclists um, who who have been doing it for years and years we've now joined them but people have been known about it for a long time and uh, we just saw this house and uh, it was empty that when we'd seen it online it was it was actually furnished uh, furnished in a way that didn't really match the, the contemporary home it had a lot of old furniture in it so we Kind of had to look past the furnishings, but we were we didn't know that it was empty until we just arrived, and the agent told us that the uh, that the owners had had recently moved out a couple of weeks before, had committed uh, to a to another house because they had had a buyer um, previously, and COVID just as COVID hit, and that buyer had pulled out at the last moment because he he didn't want to move. To a house where he knew nobody you know didn't know anybody and um in the middle of covid so as luck had it it was vacant and ready to go which was a great great for us because we walked in and
0: we loved it we loved it we just we, we just, just loved it we just it. fell in love with it it, it. it, it was, as was simple as as really that. everything that we we wanted I mean, we're sitting now. If you're watching this, the video version of this, we're sitting in the uh, in the kitchen uh, breakfast room, uh, which is a very large uh, room. I'll lift it up just so that I can. Um, uh, Christine, you can't whisper when we're on okay. on, on here because okay. they can see you whispering. I, oh, okay. Well,
1: I'd rather. <laughs> but I, this I don't is, think um, you want to show the whole house. No, I know. We're me. not
0: going to show it, but I'm just going to sort of give a flavor of it. So there's the bifold doors that we were after. The living room also has bifold doors yes. uh, of, the, of, of exactly the same size and it's that's also a large room. It, I'm not going to take you through the whole house or, or describe it all, but it, it, I just want... it just something that... It was. It ticked all the boxes, as ticked they say, the boxes. on those... I li- thought you hated that. I do hate that expression. Spe- that's why I used expression. it. Um, I tick all the boxes. Because it occurred to me. That's what they always say on no. location, well, location, location, yeah, place but in but the it, sun. Well, it was
1: more than that. We didn't know it was tick all the boxes and we didn't know that it was our dream house it actually no. be, it was our dream house but we had no idea what our dream house was until no. we walked into it really which i no. think a lot of people say i think most people say you'll you'll know when you when you find it well we certainly did didn't yeah. we without we, any we had hesitation that,
0: that feeling that we could live here yes um and one of the key things also was that as a, a couple in our mid-60s uh, we, we, didn't, we, we didn't want to have, we'd come from a London flat without a garden, and we didn't want to uh, acquire a big garden, which would take a lot of work mowing the lawn and doing all the stuff that you have to do in yes, gardens. Yes, it was a
1: perfect size, wasn't it? This yes. is a
0: small garden, yep, as you say, perfect. But what was even more perfect about it is it has a lovely view across horse paddocks at the end of it. Um, which uh, meant we could enjoy a lovely view without actually having to tend to a big garden. Uh, so uh, you know, it, it was great. Yes. So uh, we, one, one thing that we advise our clients when they're looking at properties, uh, obviously we're acting either for, for renters, mostly renters in, in, in the relocation industry, um, sometimes buyers. Uh, but we advise them not to show too much enthusiasm, even if they do get the feeling that we had, which was the falling in love feeling, because obviously the agent, uh, agents, estate agents are very astute to that, and they know that when people fall in love with something, and they have to have it, it that they're going to be, you know, uh, you you're, you're probably going to end up paying more than you intended to pay. So
1: it was quite hard hiding the excitement which we've been telling our our clients to do for years and years yes, don't we, we show won't. excitement
0: I please. think we, I think we accomplished Actually, it. I think we did um, yes to a, yeah. to a degree anyway but, uh,
1: but we had to tell ourselves didn't we what we, we tell we, our clients
0: we had to give ourselves a good bit of advice a good talking to um, but so uh, having done the viewing we felt so good about the village we wanted to spend more time here we uh, we brought a picnic with us. From of course, this was just after lockdown. Places not open where you can get. You weren't serving lunch or anything like that. So, we brought a picnic lunch with us, which was fantastic. It was a beautiful day, wasn't it?
1: Yes, it was. So, so we decided we said, Well, there's one. See,
0: there's one bit we yeah, want to tell. Yeah, about. I
1: was going to say we'd we'd seen enough of the house, so we said yes, that's great. Yeah. Thank you very much. He locked up, and off we drove down the road.
0: Very exciting. Very excited. Very excited. Because we now we ice. were in our little electric car. And we were heading down the road and we were out of sight of anyone. So we were able to, you know, to say to each other, my God, do you really love this place as much as I did. And we were able to get, uh, to, to vent our enthusiasm. And,
1: and you spotted this man on the side of the road talking, actually it's a, a beautiful thatched uh, house, beautiful with, with two swans shaped, kissing with a heart shape on the top of this thatched roof. Beautiful home.
0: Yeah, and the, the all, the, all done in thatch on, yes. the, on the apex on the ridge of the roof it was yeah lovely.
1: yeah and you and and you said oh that looks like robert llewellyn there so we thought that's you know and i said oh and tony i said back up back up um so we reverse back up because tony's i don't know if you know but robert llewellyn uh, well you tell them yeah they, so so,
0: so i have i'm a electric car enthusiast i've wanted i've wanted an electric car for many years uh we had when we lived in london we had the BMW i 3 which i'd driven for three years before we moved here to elmley castle um and i've been following as part of my passion i have been following um fully charged which is a youtube channel uh, run by Robert Llewellyn, who is also in Red Dwarf, has been in Red Dwarf for many years. I think, the I, think robot, it's the, I think he's the yes, robot. I yeah. think you're right. Um, I've never seen that program, by the way, but but I I love the way he does that uh, that fully charged those fully charged videos where he reviews electric cars and all things to do with green energy and so on. Um, and so uh, he's almost part of my life. Yes, and so, so, you so it was a kind of a, you know interesting little omen. I think you know. To see him, he was with his wife. Who
1: actually, incidentally, drives the car that we now have. That's right. Because we didn't have that then. That's right. But I have to say, I mean, I didn't know who he was and didn't recognise him, but because when Tony said, that looks like Robert Llewellyn, we backed up and I put down the window and I just very confidently said, are you Robert Llewellyn? And he said, oh, yes, I am. And we got chatting, but we... Thought that that's where he lived, um, and then he. I, we said, "Or oh, do you live here?" And he said, "No, I live in a, in another village about half an hour away, called Geeting Power in the Cotswolds, another beautiful village." Um, so we thought maybe he was looking to buy something. So we, <laughs> very, very, that's, that's quite strange, really. But we thought. Oh well, we won't tell him we've just
0: been to see this house in case he wants it. <laughs> well, we, we we felt the house was at a good price point. It was it was actually significantly lower than other the other houses that we had been yes, looking at was. even that day. Uh, so we 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 were excited that we had uh, encountered something that was a real find.
1: And, and we know just, from yes. our
0: experience. I mean, long long experience, particularly in the London property market, that you need to be careful because the word gets out and suddenly you've got multiple yes. offers. You so don't... we
1: suddenly became very protective of this house. So we were very secretive.
0: To... We didn't mention to him. No. That. So
1: we went off and had our, so that was lovely anyway, very nice chat with him. Lovely man. Yes. And uh, uh, we told him we were getting a new car. It, it had been delayed because of COVID and we were getting the, the Kona premium SE, which his wife incidentally drives Um So uh, she came over and was telling us all about it and how fabulous it was, etc. etc. So we said our goodbyes, went down into the village and found the had a little walk. And and there was a cricket, there's a lovely uh cricket field um, called the children's playground, um, as well. And uh, we found a bench and sat on there and had our little picnic and talked about the house and what to do next, and then went back to the house and had a little quick walk up the lane, get a feeling, and the neighbors were outside. So again, I, I went up and I said, oh, excuse me, you know, we've just been looking at the house. They turned out to be fabulous neighbors and, and gave us lot, you know, told us about living here. They'd lived here, uh, well, for, they, they, they were the first to move in. It's one of three houses, brand new, built three years ago. So they were, they'd built, uh, they'd moved in as soon as it, you know yep. had been built so they were able to give us lots of information which was which was nice and then we decided to head back to london where we needed to charge our car because we couldn't get there and back on a little bmw well, we needed we needed, we needed to charge our, to charge our car on
0: the way home yeah
1: yes yeah, yeah. so we we pulled in and uh, uh to a a charging point and um and uh sorry Where's my phone going there
0: yeah, so, so we, we uh, we've discovered, that being electric car drivers, that uh, there, are a, there are a few places that have really good rapid, rapid chargers, but the, nearly everyone in the EV community that I've ever talked to uh, believes that Instavolt uh, is a free advertisement for them. Uh, Instavolt are the best rapid chargers. They are fabulous. And uh, the Banatine gyms. Another here's a free uh, advert for them. Banatine gyms uh, have these in their car parks.
1: They're amazingly easy to they're operate. They're so aren't easy aren't
0: they? to operate. They're a joy to operate. And um, we stopped by uh that the one in the Banatine gym in Stratford upon Avon. Took
1: about forty minutes, didn't it, to charge? Yeah, so them, forty, 40 so... minutes
0: to charge the car from empty on a rapid charger. As I say, a BMW i3 and we we decided that uh, that we should call the agent and have a chat to do a bit of fact finding. So one thing that is very important, obviously, we make offers on properties all the time for clients, and one thing that's very important is to fact find so that you know what you're dealing with, and so that you can suss out to a certain extent what the expectations of yeah. the other party. The reason are. for them,
1: the reason for them selling uh yes. you know what their the, position if, is if they're in a chain um, this is obviously how we found out about the, the yeah. you know them having moved already but we didn't know the story on that and that was i think again something else that became very important to us was 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 the the no chain you know the lack of chain
0: that was very in, important because of speed yeah, that was as very well important. i mean we we were ready to leave london big time yes we didn't um, want to
1: be involved in a big we
0: didn't want to chain. Look. And, and of course, think... we didn't want to run the risk of losing it. No, exactly. The way the property transactions work, if you're not from the UK, and we have a lot of listeners um, in the United States, uh, so it might be a very foreign way of working if you're used to real estate transactions there, uh, You essentially when you make an offer and when it's accepted, that means, that's nothing more than no. a handshake. Yeah. I mean, it's not even a handshake. No, frankly. it's not. Like, it's it's all subject to contract due diligence and, and yeah paperwork. and there's so much can go wrong you know you parties can change one of the parties can change their mind and yeah. pull out another offer can come along you get into a bidding war those sort of things so we we knew we wanted the house we were now we had we now hearing the, the one of the big pluses was in place that is a motivated seller who wants to get on with it uh, rather than one that's sitting with folded arms waiting for the, the best possible offer and that I, I think would have did apply to the canal house that we mentioned in the early episode yes one of the yes, earliest exactly. houses that we were interested in uh, they were willing to wait forever to get a price yes. which was inflated in our and I think that we've been proven right well, on that. that, that that's why still we were thrilled solved.
1: when it was empty, wasn't it? And also, yeah. we really, really, really felt that there was a second wave coming. I mean, I mean, obviously, there's been more than that, but there was a strong feeling. are talking really, of
0: COVID. You, COVID sorry,
1: we, sorry, I keep saying we, a strong wave. Yes, of COVID. So we really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, well, as luck had it, you know, fall in love with a, a chain-free home that worked for us that we could just get on with it and uh, with a motivated,
0: with, with a motivated
1: yeah. seller. So we were, yeah. so that's why we stopped, you know, when we were, we talked to them the day before, then went home, slept on it, and then prepared for the offer on, on the following morning. Um, yeah. So we
0: had, we had, um, you know, we, 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 we liked everything that we heard. I mean, the, the agent was, was clever. He he didn't give more away than he, he should have done. We were dealing with the director, um, and uh, but we, we we knew that that an offer is likely to, to be well received. Uh, what we needed to establish is where to pitch it. Really, yes, I
1: was actually very cheeky. I think.
0: It, yeah, you were. Well, you were very very good. I mean, Christine, che- I, Christine is very very good in in. Uh, Negotiations of all types. She's very courageous and uh, you were
1: saying I think that's a bit low and I was going no I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Yeah,
0: so uh, The the time came in we we decided to sleep on it. I think that's uh, usually a a good thing to do and uh, We we had a strategy for for the offer one thing that we wanted to establish um, was that everything that we had seen in the property that day was included I think you know this is a this is an important component of of um negotiations when you 're purchasing or indeed renting a property is knowing what you 're going to get because the expectations between the parties where they get caught up they get focused on the figure and they forget perhaps the other details and then you start thinking about them later by which time an agreement's been reached which and it's sort of too late to 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 revisit and you can get into difficulties in the negotiation so we uh christine established on the call first established she said i want to establish that everything in the property that we saw is going to stay as part of the sale and the agent was very clear that that was the position
1: yes he was. so
0: christine made clear that the offer that we were making was on that basis yeah now here is where we made an error and so and i share this with you because i think it's very it's important uh not to make this error uh, we didn't put the offer in writing and we should have done. We should have put in writing the fact that the offer was on the basis that everything was included. We got the agent's assurance that everything was staying, but when it came down to it and and terms were agreed with the seller, it later... came as a bit of a surprise to him that everything was included in fact we and and the way we found that out was by doing something else that you should do in all property transactions and not everyone does it but see the property at least twice don't don't rely on just the one inspection so when we came back to see the property again um having agreed a price um there was some back and forth over the price, but we were happy with the price and so was the seller. Uh, when we came back, some of the items had gone. No,
1: no not, not no, actually. Have I not got that no, many right? No,
0: okay. no, the, you, you, you pretty, mu-
1: pretty much the, um, uh, the, there was a sofa in the kitchen dining room. There was a king size bed in one of the bedrooms. There was a, uh, uh, in the utility room, a very nice washer, a very nice dryer and a, um, and uh, and some very pretty curtains on the on the Yeah, let's
0: not get too gran- no, okay. granular. So, because... so, so basically, yeah. I won't, but
1: but basically um when we came back the second time, the curtains had gone, nothing else had gone. Right. But when it's when we started, um I think we I can't remember, but there was I think we but either. So at spoke that point, to the... just,
0: just to shorten it. Sorry, Joe, I know you we we're just for, for time reasons. Um First of all, you you saw that so there were some curtains missing, but after that, it it well, that, came that, out.
1: That's what alerted me. Right, but and it then came.
0: We've... It essentially, just get to the end of that. It came about that the seller had not understood that the transaction was on the basis that everything that we had seen No, because he had, given, he had
1: given to his solicitors basically a price for the, for, the, for the washer and the dryer and the bed and the sofa, yeah. and hadn't been told by the agent that we'd made the offer on the, it being accepted. As the, 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 the end story to that is, is that we had direct contact with the owner himself because the neighbours knew him and put us in touch with him. Turned out to be a, a very good way somehow it doesn't always work but with him it did and he was I spoke to him made it very clear that that's the offer and he very kindly accepted that and included it so we ended up doing well, very well I think we
0: did have to give way uh, to a certain extent on something that we thought was going to be included um, but uh, I, I'm not, we're not saying who the agent, estate agent was because they're not here to defend themselves. Um, and also, I don't want to give them any free publicity, <laughs> to be honest. No, no, exactly. Uh, because they did, you know, and this was a director of the company and they slipped up badly. I, you know, we could have gone actually to the property ombudsman and I think they would have had to. I'm, I'm almost certain from experience that the property ombudsman would have awarded us uh, the additional yeah. that we had to pay. Um, well, he
1: also avoided ever talking to me and he, again. And he Every convi- time I called, yeah. he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He always so was, said he wasn't there. He always shied out, which was very unprofessional of him.
0: Yeah. So it was a it was a shame because the the man that Martin, the guy who actually showed us um, over this property and previous properties that day, was absolutely first he was top class and he, guy. And he also came back when we wanted to do the the second viewing and. He did everything brilliantly in terms of PPE, in terms of keeping us safe. Excellent guy. And it's a shame that the, the director of the company was, was so unprofessional by comparison. Um, but we were lucky that we were dealing with a very upstanding seller. Um, very, yes. A couple, actually. A professional um, uh, gentleman, um, and his wife, I think, also professional and uh, and so they they sent they did the right thing we had to give a little bit but uh, it was not a big deal uh, so anyway we ended up with the house of our dreams we, and, did. Uh, we actually we I, what i will say is that one of the big attractions for this from the seller's point of view because they they were under pressure to complete on their new house which they'd committed to in some way um but, but um, It was very very important to them that we were able to do this without selling our other property first we did have to sell our other property but we were able to uh, get the money together to exchange and complete within a period of five weeks Uh, actually completion within five weeks which is super fast um, which was a great benefit for them, the agent did a, um, a thorough job in qualifying us. Uh, we had to prove that we were able to do that before it went into solicitors' hands. A word about convincing solicitors, though, because there's a little story that, that goes along with that, right?
1: Oh yes, yes. So we have used a uh, convincing solicitor for, for many years in our, in our Saunders 1865 business, in our prop, you know, in our relocation company, um, and. Uh, very nice woman called emma and uh when we uh had the deal done and we went um just you know we we obviously had to give them solicitor's details and so we called emma up and uh told her we would like her to act on our behalf and where we had bought and she said (laughs) it's very funny what are you doing buying an Elmley castle that's where i grew up she went to the local school um, she knows lots of people in the village that we now know um who went to school with her who've never moved out of the village and so she, it was absolutely fantastic that we uh, this this list now lives down in um surrey down in sort of farnham way operates from there and uh it was such a small world it was it was absolutely incredible i believe as a a, a
0: little girl she used to take part in an annual tradition yes dancing around
1: the maypole yeah they they have that tradition in the village in the school they
0: have the kids dancing around the maypole and she she remembered that um Yes. So it was
1: It just. It was all. It was clearly meant to be. I know people say, what's oh, it's a funny old thing to say, meant to be." But I really feel it was. It was, and she was wonderful. Wonderful. But so. the reason
0: that we use Emma and her firm uh, for transactions is because they do things quickly. Yes. Uh, and solicitors, on on the whole, uh, can be real deal breakers in the sense that they don't get on with things. Uh, they make problems that don't need to be made often don't
1: talk to the other solicitors the buyers they they don't get back to people they insist
0: on writing letters all the time instead of picking up the phone state agents will agree with everything that we're saying uh, i'm sure um but you get the odd gem and emma is a gem and and in fact people when we tell them how fast we uh, got to completion within You know, five weeks of actually seeing the property for the first time they can't believe it they say how did did you get a solicitor to do that well you know that's the beauty of being in in the relocation business all the time that we have we you know we find really good providers really good people that we work with so that we can get um, great results for our clients and they're prepared to
1: listen to us nagging because i did used to bug her quite a lot but but i bugged her in a nice way and she, she was did a, absolutely fine. She it. did
0: a fantastic job. Anyone listening to this podcast wants a referral to a con- great convincing solicitor. You only have to ask us, and we'll be happy to put you in touch. Yes. Um, so you know the end of the story. You know that we've we we now we now live in the the house that we chose uh what would you say chris about our experience of living here and country life and well i I, I love it
1: i love uh i love having na- neighbors that one gets to know i love having a local postman and you like even you know getting to know your local uh you know uh, dustman which is um, even
0: even your delivery men amazon delivery
1: man they, <laughs> they yes they're always well they have been while well, we've since we moved in buying things online because because of not having shops open um but there's a a lovely community um yeah uh, i i I, it's the community spirit uh it's very dark at night um you know there's no street lights, so that's been, been was sort of kind of quite sort of strange like when somebody turns the lights off at night but i love it i love the wildlife we have pheasants in the garden, and squirrels, and robins, and blue tits, even and, deer. tits and deer, <laughs> and, uh, and and owls hooting at night, and the foxes, and just, just the, yes, every, every, go for walks, and deer walks in front of us. And of course, um, it's
0: Christmas, and uh, we've just had the experience of the lighting of the illuminations yes, in the little village was, main street
1: was a little father um, christmas coming through was, on the back of a truck which was
0: great and uh, you've had the first experience of actually using proper christmas cards that you deliver by hand i know with, that's that was a real to to your treat your to actually
1: walk around um, and of course, you know, with with your cards, which I've been laughing at because um, I found myself a new hairdresser, and of course, there's nowhere to go at the moment with COVID. You can't go anywhere, do a lot. So the the best thing I do now is is I've had my hair done, and I think, oh, I'm can't, not going out for dinner tonight. So I go around delivering my Christmas cards, asking people if they like my new hairdo, and, and showing it off. So it's <laughs> it's all it's all very novel. They're probably thinking this. Crazy couple from well, crazy woman maybe. We've moved from London um, to the country, but I love every minute of and it. And I do too.
0: And and talking of walking, you did a few moments ago. The we'd go on a lot of walks. I'm I particularly like you know quite strenuous walks. You you, you may remember the beginning we at the beginning of um, this whole process. One of our major reasons for wanting to get out of town was because to do our daily exercise was a nightmare we had to dodge young people who insisted on getting very close to us in the street when we were trying to protect ourselves from covid and they didn't have a care and i and I had to practice something that I call militant distancing meaning that I had to get you know, sort of fairly vocal with people who behaved like that. And, and it was stressful. And I didn't, didn't enjoy it. Well, we didn't enjoy that. No,
1: couldn't wait to get back to our but flat. But here, from it.
0: I mean, the walks, you know, the walks in the Cotswolds here.
1: Oh yeah, amazing. Um,
0: you know, walks just from our house without having to get into a car at all. There was, you know, there they're amazing. We can walk up the Breeden Hill. It's, that's a st- you know, strenuous bit of exercise. Uh, it's lovely. The scenery over the Vale of Evesham is just gorgeous. I love to do it you know very early in the morning when it's when it's summertime we moved in in July so it was beautiful we had a just it was just lovely 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 and and uh, as Christine says actually having neighbors that you talk to every day um and that you form a a relationship with rather than being in London you just hardly knew anybody You, you didn't know your neighbors even in your own building um Uh, So getting getting into this community way of life uh, in a rural village in a beautiful setting in the Cotswolds here has been a such a joy and we we are so thankful every day of our lives that we made this change, but that is the end of Escape to the Country and um, What a
1: happy ending! And hopefully, happy the happy ending. ending continues to be happy. So
0: we we're not uh, probably going to talk uh, about this any again uh, unless something happens that makes us want to do that. Um, but so we're going to be getting back to other aspects of the relocation business that are less personal. Um, but uh, we hope you'll continue to. Well, we hope you'll find them fascinating um, uh, because it is a it is a great business we we love the relocation business we love uh, looking at properties we love talking about properties and we love the people that we meet and the people that we get involved with
1: and Uh, we also hope that you've enjoyed our story really our three-part story of our our own relocation which we hope you've enjoyed as I said because we've enjoyed the experience and that's why we wanted to share it with you
0: that's right and I hope, as you say we hope we hope they enjoy listening to it as much as we enjoy telling it even if it's nearly as much we'll be pleased <laughs> so uh, thank you dear listener uh, for sticking with us and um, we will be back to you again it's nearly christmas here uh, now uh, so it may not be until the new year the new year before we come back with our next uh, episode but you never know sometimes we just it takes our fancy to just get on and talk about something in our business that's, um, that we think others will find interesting. But do please uh, keep the comments coming in. We do love your comments. Love hearing from the estate agency community that we work closely with. And we've had some lovely feedback from estate our friends in the estate agency business, our friends in the United States, as I've uh, mentioned earlier because we've had a lot to do with the with property over there we'll be telling you about uh, when we purchased a property uh, over there or in fact more than one property over there and the difference is uh, we we will be interviewing uh, special guests um, in people from the relocation world or associated with it um, and uh, I hope you'll find uh, all those exchanges valuable Uh, So thanks again, and we look forward to hearing from you and to speaking with you again next time. Thank you for listening. Bye from me. And bye from me, and a very happy Christmas to you all. Yes, indeed. Bye-bye for now.